0: Hi,
1: everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out Radio at the International Salon and Spa Show here in Long Beach, California. Now, my guest today is Jake Thompson. And so he's one of the amazing hairdressers uh, and and highly awarded hairdresser in our industry. You're the owner of Lunatic Fringe, our co-owner. Yes, sir. Lunatic yes. Fringe, yes, which is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes. Right. And I love the name of that, Lunatic Fringe. It's just... it's just that's got to be why people want to visit you is like ah.
2: we're, we're lunatics yeah
1: yeah you got to be a little bit of lunatic to be in this industry so we're, we're, right? we're hairdressers right Yeah, we're hairdressers perfect so we've got we, we got a great opportunity to have a conversation here not only do we want to talk about you as a hairdresser but we want to I want to be able to ask you about uh, how clients can really maybe find those ideal hairdressers that they're comfortable with and that they feel as though is going to make them look their best I know there's plenty of us out there, um, and I know location and convenience is always something, but do you have clients that fly in from other places?
2: Yes. Um, yeah, actually, it's it's kind of interesting you just bring that up. I've had a client uh, that she was referred to me from another person. I think really, honestly, when it comes down to it, we're hairdressers, and I know we do social media, and we do all that really that great stuff, but the best kind of... Um, uh, business you can get behind the chairs, referral business. We know that, yes, right? Yes, always. Um, we, you've seen the work they've done, whatnot. But from a client perspective, one of the big things about that is you want to make sure that, you know, one, one, of my, one of my guests moves over to California or one of the surrounding states or East Coast, whatever it may be. One of the things they asked me is like, how do I find a hairdresser? And I was like, the, one of the biggest things you can do is you can just ask people where they get their hair done. You know, that's just kind of narrow it down to... A salon you know and if you can start asking as many people as you like where you like their hair you know you'll start to notice that there's a cycle going on they might start to uh, visit there's a few different salons they start to visit and uh, that's one of the biggest things I can recommend for a consumer is if you ever move like always ask the people that you like their hair where uh, where do they get their hair done
1: yeah and 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 for any consumers out there to not be afraid to go up to somebody you know in a Starbucks in the grocery store on the street and just say I love your hair can you tell me where you have it done exactly that because really we're your clients are wearing the business card exactly every day they're wearing a business card so it's the color the cut the style the way that it looks and feels All of that is really important to be able to, um, you know, get those referrals. Exactly. Now, you have some serious credentials here. So let's talk a little bit about your credentials. So one of the things that the International PBA, Professional Beauty Association, um, does, not only this show here, the ISSE show in Long Beach, um, which has been going on for many, 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 many years. um, And uh, it is it's it's always in January and it's always a perfect start of a year to be able to see everybody and right. gather with those old friends yeah
2: you're absolutely right
1: right and you're educating here at this show correct?
2: yes yes we're educating tomorrow and then on Monday as well what are so, you
1: what, what are you gonna be doing
2: so tomorrow we're actually gonna be educating in the Naha room and Naha stands for North American Hairstyling Awards and we're gonna be ed- uh, educating from ten thirty to 11 15 tomorrow And we're going to be talking about uh, from classic to avant-garde and how to merge those together and how to take a look from ordinary to extraordinary. And then on Monday, we're going to be educating in the BMAC room. We're going to be uh, cutting hair. We're just going to be showing consumer-friendly haircuts.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, because sometimes people think that what happens here is like a very high end couture look. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of crazy going on, but it also is a way for us to express our creativity to our fellow like minded hairdressers. And then you have to figure out how to scale it down to make it user friendly for your for your clients.
2: Right. And then I think that's the most important thing is to make it consumer friendly because we all want to make some money behind the chair.
1: That's right. So the North American Hairstyling Awards is kind of like our Academy Awards for hairdressers so this is a photographic competition and you've entered many times and you've won a couple times. So congratulations on those wins. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Yeah, I appreciate that. So there's several different categories. Just like if somebody was doing, um, you know, a movie, it would be like best director, best actor, best lead. You know, all of those things. So you have a you have a couple categories that you won. in. can you share those categories?
2: Uh, yes, I won in uh, 2011 and 2014 in Avant Garde, and then I was nominated in 2016 for Hair Colors of the Year and uh, 2012 in Fashion Forward. So yeah, and then 2013, I was nominated for Avant Garde. So yeah.
1: Okay, so a little avant-garde edge there, yeah. huh? Well, you're a lunatic, so that makes right. sense, right? Lunatic,
2: avant-garde, yeah. yeah. Of course, they go hand in hand.
1: Totally makes sense. So, in this photographic competition, people send in their work. It gets judged by a very high-level group of judges that are in the industry, and then we have an awards, big awards banquet, which I love, and I love it so much because I used to produce that for many years, and it was just one of my favorite. Right. You are on the board, yes, yeah. yes. Favorite, the main favorite lady. events. It still is to this day because I love seeing hairdressers get recognized for their talent and it brings us together as a community um and it uh and it and it shares the you know the things that you can aspire to be watching your work you know hearing how you did it the investment that you made in yourself i'm assuming that some of these awards that you've won have helped you build your business
2: yeah, I, I would I would agree with all you just said. Actually, um, it has helped me to uh, push myself uh, beyond the chair. Like I love doing what I do behind the chair because it allows me to do consumer friendly hair, and shooting allows me to push the edge that much that much more. So it it you know because a lot of times people think that think that you you need to push the 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 gauntlet behind the chair, which you necessarily really don't because. know I want to make the money I want to make behind the chair and so I'm doing the ladies that have the money you know I want to do the full weaves I want to do the um, the single processes all that good stuff so Naha has allowed me to spread my wings creatively and to get published in the magazines to get on the radar of people influencers in the industry as far as magazines Aesthetica, American Salon um, behind the chair Modern Salon, you know, international magazines, all that really good stuff, because they're, they're looking and they will reach out and they want to say, what do you have for me this year as far as a publication? And so it just keeps you relevant, which is a great thing. And also, if you want to go to and work in uh, for a manufacturer, you know, being in the competition world is a great way to do that because it's like
1: that, a resume right that puts you
2: on that res- that, that puts yeah. you on their radar as well. So, yes,
1: it's absolutely a resume that is you know, going to put you out there. So when when your clients come in and they see the awards or they hear about your win or they, they know that you're getting recognized in the industry, what's some of the responses that they share with you?
2: Um, you know, I, th- there was a few clients that actually moved here from California that had would never done their hair before and they found me online and they knew about Naha from their previous hairdresser in California and they wanted to come see me because of my accomplishments, which was awesome. I mean, th- my... My guests are really they like to brag any sort of guest wants to brag about their hairdresser. they want to you know oh my gosh, my hairdresser went to Japan and did a show and like what not oh, like do. they want to brag about you, and so it just gives them more credit to talk about why they go see you so yes
1: yeah. it 's so true because i was I was standing there next to uh, my hairdresser and he has been nominated for two Nahas. Um, and I, we ran into one of his clients and she was like, oh, I love you. And I, and how did you do on your awards? Did you win? He goes, I didn't win, but it doesn't mean I'm not giving up, but I got nominated. And, and I got to tell you, it just feels good to be recognized like that. And she's like, you keep doing it. You'll win. I'll tell everybody about you. You'll win type of thing. They were so excited for him.
2: Right, right. And, and
1: I know that then they would refer people because he has some level of, you know, he's qualifying himself in an industry and uh, clients do want to know that you're continually being trained.
2: Right. And also another thing as well is like he's staying passionate about his craft. And that's another thing as well where where clients, they, they want to, they're so excited when you feel so passionate about what you do and why you do it. You know, that's another reason why they come and see you. You know, it's how you make them feel, but they're like, you're staying on the cutting edge of it and you're, you keep, keep competing and you just keep staying relevant. So that's a beautiful thing. I love it.
1: Yeah. Um, I know that the North American hairstyling awards is one of many type of competitions that is coming out. There's a couple in Canada. There's some India awards that are happening now. And all of these things are obviously good for our industry. Um, we're kind of in a, you know, our industry's in a little bit of a pickle right now. You know, there's some talks of deregulation. I'm from Arizona and they are trying to deregulate some uh, shampooing, blow drying, any use of hot tools, um, you know, that category and not have you be licensed. How do you feel about that? Because I know that you've invested a lot in your career to get these wins and to have this salon and to have this, this success that you've had.
2: Well, I think with something like that, I mean, we, we only have, there, there's trouble ahead if something like that was to go through. Because, you know, the, the mistakes happen when colors are left on too long. They apply lightener into the, the dryer. You know, they, they're doing things that don't, they're, they're so unsupervised. And if we deregulate a lot of these, it's going to just make it. You know the the difference between a, a really well established, crafted hairdresser and just a mediocre hairdresser, is become, can become larger in turn. But the regular consumer doesn't know the difference between a good haircut and a yeah. like an amazing haircut. Right. They know the difference between. Uh, you know a a good haircut and a really really bad 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 haircut Mm -hmm. but that's the thing is like we as we as professionals need to make it to where we are looked at as professionals and I think that with where what's going on social media and YouTube and things like that like we hairdressers there's somebody that can be from You know, Kentucky, like putting out a YouTube video on how to do their at-home balayage, blah, 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 like, and it's making us look like we're not professional because you know, this person over here that has no training can do it and it might come out okay because you throw a little curl into it. But at the end of the day, the whole blending is not going to look good. It's anyways, I I feel like as hairdressers, we need to stand up and we need to show that what we do is so, so important. It's just not something that we can deregulate and not have a license to be able to do hairdressing because bad things happen when there is no license in states. and, And there's no monitoring. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: So how long have you been doing hair?
2: 20 plus years.
1: Okay. So, and at what point have you stopped learning and said, this is it. I know everything there is to know." Never. 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 If it, it, there isn't one great hairdresser that I know, or even, you know, that isn't 20,000 people come to this show and 20,000 people come to this show to learn. Exactly. To learn new skills and techniques and ideas and, and you know, watch, uh, you know, some of the talent in action. So, listen, if, if a hairdresser wasn't important or the quality of the type of work or the, you know, the integrity of the type of work that they do, 20,000 people would not be showing up here to learn more.
2: Right. I I couldn't agree more. And I think that, you know, and I, there's so many hairdressers, I've I've talked to so many people with egos and whatnot, and you're just like, yeah, I know everything, you know, we've heard it all, but, and that's what I find so sad is that there are things that I haven't accomplished yet. And I know there are things that thousands of you hairdressers that are listening right now have not accomplished. And I think when you think you know everything, you're done, just get out of the industry, you're done. But it's there's always something new. There's, there's always something new to learn from, even like the generation coming up behind you, and then behind them, and then behind them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something new to look at you know the way you approach um, a texturizing technique or maybe even the way the stroke of a brush or whatever it may be. And so I, I find that you know coming to these shows and networking with people here, there's a lot of great people to learn from. You know, if you don't know them, go up, introduce yourself. You know, they might follow you on Instagram and like they might not know your name but they know your Instagram handle. Whatever. It's weird. It's we're in a weird world right now. You
1: know? <laughs> Thank God for social media, you know, to be able to put us out there and make that connection for us. Um, and then at the same time, you know, sometimes social media kind of creates that, that that opportunity for people unlicensed, unprofessional, not properly trained to put stuff out there that, you know, they kind of sways the, the thing of, are you a hairdresser, are you not? Right,
2: yeah. right, right. Couldn't agree more. Yeah.
1: So we're going to continue to support being a hairdresser and being licensed because there's just, there's so much more to it than just, you know, understanding sanitation and... All of those things there 's artistic side to it there 's a business side to it to be successful um, and it 's interesting we're we 're a rare breed of you know creative individuals that want nothing more than to serve
2: yeah we 're a rare breed. I love hairdressers we all have something in common. I love coming to shows like here like um, like the I show. Um, you know, it, it just because you you instantly have something in common. It's like going on a date and you're like, you know, when you can find that little mesh thing where you you know you you get along at that point. You're like, oh, my gosh, I love that movie as well. But here, like, we're all hairdressers. And so we all have something in common. And that's what I love about this industry is connecting with people that share the same passion as I do.
1: Yeah. Share with us your handle, your Instagram handle.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> what is it?
2: Uh, my handle is Jake Thompson hair.
1: Oh, good. I love it when it's actually, I know who it is. Yeah. So Jake Thompson hair. So, and then you can always go to North American hairstyling awards and check out some of the work that the, some of the great talent in our industry does. Cause it is, it really is amazing. And it's more than just the photography. There's so much more behind it, but um, it's highly creative and it's fun to watch. It's fun to be at the awards event um, to be able to see people get recognized live in person and uh and then give us how people can find you at lunatic fringe
2: well okay so lunatic salon.com and we have multiple locations in utah there's uh, there's uh, one in boise a couple in nashville and so there's that and then jake thompson creative is my website uh, at jake thompson hair for instagram there's uh, Twitter, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Google, I mean, Google
1: Jake Thompson yeah. hairdresser, and I'm pretty sure you will find all of that. Well, <laughs> have fun this weekend educating. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, do a great job. I'm sure that you will, and uh, we'll make sure that we get pack the rooms.
2: Thanks for it. thanks for having me on the show, Bonnie. Yeah, I really, bet. really really. And we're
1: going to continue to support all of the things that we can do in the industry. Stay tuned because we have more guests that we're going to be interviewing, more talent, more manufacturers. We just got some amazing stuff to be able to do here at the show. And I'm glad to be here under Beauty Inside and Out Show.
2: Well, thank you, Bonnie.
1: You're welcome.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
3: Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time the number 1 internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Well, welcome back.
1: We are here at the ISSE show. That's the International Salon and Spa Expo in Long Beach, California. It is a beautiful day out there. The sun is shining. It's like 80 degrees. So I'm so sorry for all of you that are out there listening on Facebook and you're still stuck in like 20 degree weather. We are actually burning up a little bit in here because we got nothing but windows from ceiling to floor with the sun coming in. Um, And this show is an annual show that we all get together at. It's a professional hair show, so it's designed for the trade industry. And I have Stephanie Polanski here, and she's with Sexy Hair.
4: Yes. So I'm the director of education and shows with Sexy Hair. So I'm really excited to be here and thank Perfect. you for having me.
1: Yeah. Now, Sexy Hair has been around a long time. I'm pretty sure that all my consumer listeners, are they're aware of Sexy Hair and I'm sure that they've tried Sexy Hair products. So
4: I know that you have some exciting news because you guys have, you're celebrating, first yep. of all, how many years? So um, we have been around for over 20 years, but we are now celebrating the number one hairspray in the market, which is Spray and Play's 20th birthday this year so that's a huge deal for us and for her so you know she hasn't aged a bit she just keeps looking better she
1: has not (laughs) she is sexy I'm (laughs) telling you it was so 20 years ago we're kind of in the in the what in the late 90s we're talking about so yeah so you know hair was hair was just starting to go straight Kind of following it as we got into the 2000s, but seriously, in the 80s and 90s, it was all about big hair. Now I miss big hair. Do you? I do. I, I'm ready for big hair again. Hopefully, it makes a comeback. I saw some beautiful models here at the show that we're at, um, and they had big hair, and uh, and I know that uh, they're models, of course, so they got great hair, but I just was like, oh, I want big hair to come back in big voluptuous, you know, Farrah Fawcett type hair. Yes. I'm,
4: Really excited when I started to see like curls were coming back in and more movement to the hair and texture. Yes, yes. Of course, I'm wearing mine flat and straight today.
1: So (laughs) tomorrow I'm going to have big hair. Yeah, Stephanie's going to support me in that (laughs) big hair and big sexy hair. But that's not all. So you're celebrating 20 years uh, of, of, say that again, of
4: spray and play. Spray and play. Yes. So this so this is like the hairspray of all hairsprays. She is the hairspray of all hairsprays. She lives in our big sexy hair category. Um, and yeah, she's that hairspray that everybody knows. Um, a lot of times people will say, oh yeah, I know sexy hair, that big red can. The big red can? The big red can. And yeah, so that's our spray and play girl and she's doing great. Well, we know that over the
1: course of the last 20, 30, 25 maybe max years that there's been a lot of changes with hairsprays with ingredients and VOCs and being able to ship them and all of that stuff. But so, you know, that hold was hard to find. It was like my favorite hairsprays just seemed too wet or too dry Yes. And I didn't get the hold that I wanted, or it was like almost lacquer like in approach, and I'm like, that's too
4: much. And so, finding that in between. So, tell me a little bit more about this product and why it's the number one product. Yeah, so I mean, definitely um, because we are based out of California, we had the hardest VOC laws to follow. Um, so, she did have to change a little bit. So, um, with Spray and Play, um, we had to change the formula to fit the VOC but we really made sure that we didn't change how it performed. So when you use um, spray and play I mean it fits all the categories like you're saying where hairsprays had to change however she still gives you that same hold that's still like you can spray and play with her and not you know mess up your hairstyle not get it too tacky or sticky or clumpy which a lot of times when you change the VOC of a good hairspray that happens. It does yeah 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 it just gets sticky and then it
1: clogs up and then you're like halfway through your bottle and you you're like
4: well that didn't work. Yep so um, we've done everything we can with our testing and marketing to make sure that the formula didn't change and it's the same as from the very beginning and it's definitely stayed the number one hairspray for a long time. Because Uh, of the performance. Well,
1: see, there I go. I I need a hairspray. That's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the sexy hair booth to be able to get spray and play in there. Now, Stephanie, how long have you been in the industry?
4: Um, I've been in the industry for 27 years. And are you a licensed cosmetologist?
1: Yes. Okay. Perfect. So then you understand this. You understand all those transitions that we went through with, you know, the the perfect hairspray, the perfect look. What can you tell our consumer listeners in regards to? How did, because we we think hairspray is just a finish, but I'm I'm kind of assuming with her name spray and play that there might be some other ideas of how to use that product to get the maximum benefits.
0: Yes. So um,
4: the whole reason I think Spray and Play is such a hot product is it's not just a finishing spray. It's also a product that you can play with while you're working with your hairstyle. So um, especially now with trends where they are, because it is about having like a lot of volume and curl into the hair again, um, you have to play with that movement in your hair so that it doesn't look just like Clumpy, So you need a hairspray that you can work with that's not going to make your hair like look like it's just one hard piece. But that when you're moving around, your hair still moves, but it has that hold all day long. And that's what yeah, she and provides. So, it, so it's kind of, it's like while you're working with it,
1: start layering the product to be able to create the sexy hair formation correct instead of just like finishing it and then it's stuck in place because nobody wants their hair to do that anymore we want it to be moving yes that's like the greatest style in the world when our hair moves with us
4: yeah and then we have spray and play harder if you're looking for that next step where you do want that like I don't want it to move I don't want it yes it's gonna crack the concrete when you fall like that's yes. spray and play harder, but spray okay. well, and play good. There's the a couple one. choices yeah. there
1: with that. All right. Now, you also have some other news here that you've just did a relaunch.
4: Yes. So um, we just relaunched our Healthy Sexy Hair line um, to basically, this line's been really popular. It's one of our number one sellers. Um, but we also know that things are changing in the world and people are becoming more conscious about their health. They sure are. And um, currently, our um, Healthy Sexy Hair line is all about soy. Well, soy is becoming a little irrelevant, and mm. you know, it's definitely getting some controversy compared to what it was five years ago. So we knew it was time to still make the line fantastic and be that line that everyone in the family can use, but that it was time to put some new ingredients in it.
1: Perfect. So what are some of these new ingredients? So is soy out in, in the product line, and then you've got some new ones
4: in? Yes. So what are, some, what are these new ingredients? So we um, removed the soy, and now our new ingredients are mimosa oil and then moonstones. Like the real stones? Yes, like moonstones. Moonstones. So moonstones. I stones. have two
1: necklaces with moonstones in it. They're, they're, they're those uh, iridescent um stones that look like an opal but they have more clarity to
4: them that's that's exactly a moonstone right a moon stone, yes. so what
1: are you doing like crushing this up and yeah. adding
4: it as an ingredient yes yeah, so um the stone is the uh like the goddess of love and health and taking care of yourself so what we've done is we've completely crushed the stones to min- like minute little particles and they're added to all the formulas and the reason for this was because we wanted to have something in there besides the mimosa oil which mm-hmm. is you know for the nourishing um, the hair for moisturizing the hair and making the hair feel good. But we were like, okay, not only do we want people to feel good with their hair, but we also want them to feel good about themselves and feel good on the inside. So when you're showering and you have a little bit of this moonstone, you feel so good and you feel healthy and you like basically jump out of the shower like... I'm ready for the day. Like the stones completely change the way you feel. I love that. I mean,
1: it's true. Like I have stones that I carry around. Um, I have a little part in, you know, in my home where certain stones are there. I seriously look at my jewelry sometimes and go, oh, I need that today. I need that stone. Yeah. Um, I th- I think that people
4: understand the energy that it represents. So that's really that that's really cool and creative. And create, yeah, and you know, you don't, so you don't have to wear a bracelet. You just wear it in your hair. Yeah. So it's a really great um, concept that marketing came up with and I really like it. So I love that you added healthy to sexy hair because let's face it, we all want sexy hair. I mean, hair is
1: important. You know, we wear it every day and it's, 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 it's really that, that accessory that doesn't come off of us. So our hair, we love, we want it to be sexy. We want to be sexy. I mean we we can't not deny that. It just feels good. Everyone does. But we also we are shifting for sure into healthy. And I and I think that's what beauty inside and out has always been about too. It's like, you know, how to feel beautiful on the inside and the outside. And it's not superficial. No. You know, like to feel beautiful does start on the inside, but there are so many things we could do like spray and play and some of your new products in your relaunched line here. Healthy, sexy hair. I love that. Yeah. So you're here at the ISSE show in Long Beach. Now, this is, again, a professional trade show that um, 20,000 hairstylists and service providers in the, in the professional beauty industry gather. And you've been an exhibitor at this show for many, many years. What's the importance that you see to be here and to connect with hairdressers?
4: Um, well, I think it's really important that we're here to connect with hairdressers because, one, I mean, the industry, I am a hairdresser you know and um, the industry like I feel like we're losing so many hairdressers because they're not inspired or they don't have um, mentors anymore that can help them get to that next level or help teach them how to grow because the industry is changing so we always want to be here to help give whatever we can to the stylists, to motivate them excite them give them new ways of cutting hair new ways of styling hair so that when they go back to the salon some of them like I've heard say I was ready to quit the industry but after seeing you guys I'm, I'm motivated I'm inspired I'm ready to go back and do it. And I think that's why these shows are super important for the hairdresser. These these shows are critical because we do want to be inspired and we do want to
1: learn from each other. Um, And this is an industry that just because you went to beauty school and you got licensed and you might have a, 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 a very healthy clientele, there's always something new to learn. And listen, consumers are savvy nowadays. So if they, if they come in and say, Hey, you know, I want this balayage treatment and you're like going, okay, it's balayage. You have to know that because that's a client making
4: those requests for this because they, their girlfriend got it or they saw it, you know, advertised somewhere. 100%. I mean, you definitely need to stay on trend right now because Pinterest is taking over. It so is. they will go through and they will see whatever it is that they want and, they just come in and say, I want this. This you is what I want. need to know what's happening yeah. in fashion, and that's why it's important to go to shows like this. And there's um, some
1: social media sites that I know that a lot of hairdressers go on, and they'll post those pictures as clients are showing them and say, help, you know, can you guys guide me of, of some of the best results you've had in doing something similar like this? So then we become this unified group of educators for all hairdressers um, and, and that's nice. So, all right. So sexy and healthy, sexy hair is the thing you're here at the ISSC show. What are you guys doing? Because one of my favorite people is Rafe Hardy, who's been with you for a really long time. And I worked with him in the past. Um, so it was always, it's always delightful to see him, but what are some of the things that you're showing here at the show?
4: Um, So at the booth, uh, speaking of Rafe, um, Rafe is at the booth every... He's there for two hours and then an hour break and then two hours and then an hour break. So he's extremely busy sharing um, the collection for 2018, which is called Opposing Forces. Um, And then we also, on the um, booth stage, have barbering happening, upstyling. So every single thing you need to be successful behind the chair, we have going on at the booth. Um, Tomorrow, Rafe and myself and the team will be on the Naha stage. And what we're going to be doing on the Naha stage tomorrow is doing like a little walk through time and a little bit of um, showing what each of our systems within Sexy Hair, because we have 10 of them, um, what each system does. So every hairstyle that comes out will be like a a vision of if you use the system, here's what you get. But on the stage as well, Rafe will be teaching a new collection cut. We also will have some barbering on the Naha stage and one of our new upstyling. And we have a classroom. <laughs> and in the classroom, um, we have uh, Don Atkinson and Michelle Rouser. And they're in there teaching upstyling. So if you need to uh, uh, which is Which, is, which is really, uh, for, for any
1: hairstylist that can do fantastic upstyling, that's a gift. That is really a talent. Because, you know, we can we can learn the the systems of cutting coloring blow styling hair but updos is really having an understanding of how the hair moves and and the placement on a head and how to make it look best on somebody so it's that is a real talent so perfect well I'm, i'm looking forward to seeing some of that
4: now tell us where people can find sexy hair and healthy sexy hair So you can find um, Sexy Hair at Alta if you're a consumer um, and you don't have a specific salon you go to. Um, If you're a hairdresser, then you could find it at Salon Centric or BSG. Um, Or you can go on to www.sexyhair.com and go to the salon locator and you can find it at your local salon. Perfect. Well, I'm going to go get me some spray and play and have some big sexy hair for the rest of the weekend. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for watching.
3: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403.
2: Are you finding your
3: frequency? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: There are so many ways to get your message out into the world. Why wouldn't you use as many media outlets as possible to promote your book, your business, or your brand? So how will you do it? Where
1: will you start? I'm Paula Rizzo. And I'm Terry Gispicio. Join us every week on Lights, Camera, Expert. Unleash your expertise. We'll show you how to get the media attention you and your brand deserve. Listen every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety.
5: The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events
3: have you become a member yet sign up now to become a member of voice america it's always free and easy VoiceAmerica.com
0: You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo If you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com That's bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com Now back to Beauty Inside and Out Hi, everybody. Welcome
1: to Beauty Inside and Out Radio here at the ISSE show, the International Salon and Spa Expo in Long Beach, California. It's a beautiful day here in Long Beach, right?
6: Oh, it's amazing.
1: Yeah. My guest today is Brandon Hutchins from Beauty Industry Group. And Brandon, you're going to tell me all of what your company offers and how fantastic it is for us to be able to have the products that you offer. But I'm sure that a lot of my listeners don't understand all of what's entailed in the world of hair extension. So will you give us a little insight of the companies and the brands that you represent?
6: Yeah, I'd love to. So the thing that really intrigued me about coming on the show today was um, when I went to the Beauty Inside and Out website and read through kind of what the purpose was of the show and everything that you guys offer, it really resonated with what we believe at Beauty Industry Group. So we have, we created a set of values several years ago um, as we were developing more of the brand and one of our values is beauty and recognizing that beauty is really from the inside out. Oh, beautiful. Um, And even though we offer products that are on the external side of beauty, uh, we do believe that it really helps complement how people feel on the inside and that's. really Absolutely. what we focus on. So we've been around for just over 14 years. Uh, we really are known for our hair extension brands. Uh, we have our, our main hair extension brands are Donna Bella, Babe, Hotheads and Hair Talk. Um, and there's a lot of different branding around each of the companies, uh, different product options, and then a lot of dif- different distribution channels. So we cater to the professional haird- hairdresser, but then also to the consumer and to the DIY customer
1: oh there is a do-it-yourself version here there
6: are yeah
1: okay good so I'm familiar with all of those companies on on just a small level um, in doing that because like you said catering to the professional hairstylist is is because of the application process so which of your brands uh, would be the high-end professional brand and I'm sure, you know, and what's that quality of hair that we're talking about for extensions?
6: Yeah, it's a great question. And that's probably one of the most confusing questions about hair mm-hmm. extensions. Uh, you, go to, you go to a store or you go to a trade show like what we're at today, and you hear a lot of different phrases and terminology about quality. And uh, quality really with hair, within hair extensions comes down to a few things. The first one is that the hair is what we consider, or what we call remy. And remy means that all the cuticles in the hair are running the same direction. Um, oh. And on your own head, when you have cuticles, or when you have your hair on your head, you don't get a lot of tangling and matting within your own hair, and that's because those cuticles are running in the same direction. Um, when we cut the hair off of, uh, off of one of the, our clients, and then we use that for the extensions, we ensure that those cuticles are running in the same direction, and that's what allows the hair not to tangle or mat on the extensions.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Now, I know that people, like in, in many countries, they grow their hair out as, it, it's like their own little entrepreneur business.
3: It
2: is. And
1: then cut it off and then it turns into extensions. So it's treated, I'm sure, in a particular way and then it converts into extensions that we're all putting on. So it's human hair.
6: It's it's 100% human hair and it's actually a really intriguing story because we really think about hair extensions and we don't really think about where it comes from. But hair extensions really do come full circle. Um, you have a lot of women over in the Asia markets uh that they dense, will thick, dense quality thick quality hair really quality yeah. hair we only accept virgin uh hair meaning it hasn't been colored or oh. processed heavily processed that would never <laughs> exist here in the u.s would it no <laughs> especially not in california <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so, the, so these, these ladies over in these countries will actually sell the hair, and, and it actually goes to fund their college educations. It goes to support their families, a lot of different things to kind of help improve their lives. And then it is sent to some of our factories, and we process it. And then we send it over to our U.S. market where we distribute it here in the U.S. and then some other countries.
1: And then once it gets distributed here, you're then processing it in order for it to be various colors and tones, light to dark.
6: Yeah, we I think I think between all of our companies we might maybe have over a hundred different shades. That's amazing. So blondes and blacks and, and, and brunettes and then also a lot of the fun fantasy colors that you see people wear.
1: Yeah. Um, oh good, we got some people joining us on Facebook. Hi everybody, thanks for joining us. Brandon here with Beauty Industry Group. We're talking extensions. Okay, I have a question for you, Brandon. Typically, um, when people think about extensions they always think about kind of like big long luxurious type of hair i think we're thinking like hollywood hair
6: Uh uh-huh the kardashians right the kardashians yeah
1: yeah. so i bet you there's a high percentage of hollywood that is wearing extensions and we're just thinking they have fabulous hair all the time um so this is so it's but it's more realistic for us to be able to get extensions than ever before
6: I think early on in hair extensions, when they first maybe became popular 20 or 30 years ago within the market, I think that was kind of the connotation of extensions is really long, thick, luscious hair. I think over the last maybe 5 to 10 years, it's really catered more to the individual and what their needs are. So, for example, we get a lot of uh, older women that come into the salons that maybe have some... uh, thinning on the top of their hair and babe hair extensions specifically has created a method that they call micro bonding which you can actually go right onto the top of the hair and install really small pieces of hair extensions. And oh. just fill it out just just so slightly it's so only people a few with pieces, alopecia really. or right. just
1: thinning hair, that's a great option for them. And
6: so you know, instead of getting this really long, luscious hair, they're simply just filling in a little bit of a little of the head, and of feel like they have their old hair back.
1: There's an enormous amount of confidence. When we feel good about our hair. And it's it's not false beauty at no, all. not at all. There is something very significant, you know, because I have alopecia areata. And so I know when I go through my stages, I am very self-conscious. And, you know, all I'm hoping is that, Bonnie, eat right and keep your diet in, in check so that, you know, you don't keep losing more. I'm fortunate enough that it grows back. And it grows back pretty quick. But it still is a transition that I have to go through, and you know, I, I love that extensions is a an opportunity and maybe an answer for me during those times. Well,
6: and isn't it funny? Like I, I have a, a sister-in-law that went through some chemotherapy um, a few years back, and you know, you, you imagine all the pain and everything that comes with chemo mm-hmm. or chemo, and all the all the things that you have to deal with. And one of the primary th- things that people focus on is losing their hair. Oh, it's traumatic
1: it's traumatic. Yeah. Everybody says, you know what? I didn't feel sick. I'm not I'm not kind of in that mind space of being unwell or sick until I lost my That's hair right. and then I realized that I was sick because it it wasn't just what's changing on the inside. It, it then they were changed on the outside of how they viewed themselves. That's right.
6: I think it's a kind of a visual representation, right, on how we how we feel our bodies feel on the inside. Yeah, so. absolutely.
1: So babe has kind of partial things, but tell us a little bit, you know, I remember the day, remember when Britney Spears went crazy <laughs> and she, and it was like she had weird extensions yeah. and you could see them. Yeah. So she has the lighter hair and you could see all of these like little braided kind of pieces added into her hair. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, who did that? Because that is, that's a, such a bad representation of a yeah. hair extension. But nowadays they're so clean and there's so many different application processes. You don't know that people are wearing extensions.
6: Yeah. If, if they got them installed correctly, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's you a know, couple things. Brittany Spears actually uh, made our what what not to do with oh, extensions. Oh, I love that. She's in all of our classes, I think. So oh, I we
1: probably you probably have to mention it every single Everywhere. time because you want it. You want to make sure that that perception is not typically what your products offer. I'm That's sure. Right. Now there's different application methods. There's different lengths of hair. There's different colors of hair, and then there's somewhat of an upkeep. Can you just kind of give us a little overview on that?
6: Yeah, so I think going back to the extensions looking natural on the hair, I think it really comes down to the education level of the stylist that's installing them. Mm -hmm. So if I'm a consumer and I want to go into a salon and get extensions in, I don't want the more DIY type extensions. I think the primary focus of a consumer ought to be to go into a salon that really has a lot of before and afters on their page, maybe on their Instagram pages, really make sure that they've vetted the salon and that they have been accredited or, or educated by a by an extension company. Where you see a lot of the pictures, like with the Britney Spears or something like that, um, where you can see the disconnected layers of the mm-hmm. hair extensions, or you see the extensions kind of coming out the yeah, sides, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: kind of like popping out from yeah. her hair. <laughs> yeah, um,
6: those are typically done by stylists that maybe don't have a lot of experience or have not been educated. So they see they see a method at the trade show and they think they can go back into the salon and, and perform mm. the application, but they don't know all the really minute details that really make the biggest difference. So
1: because there is kind of the different ways of applying it that your training hairstylist on you know and is that then come down to the kind of the choice of what the client's looking for for longevity
6: yeah simplicity yeah I think it comes down to the lifestyle of the client um, so for example one of our our lead educators his name is Ruben Martinez and he worked he's worked for Donna Bella for about 14 years and way back in the beginning, he only knew how to do beaded hair extensions, and that was his go-to choice. That's all he did. He swore by it. He thought it was the best for everybody. And one day, he had a, a client come into a salon and said, "Hey, I want fusion hair extensions." And he said, "Well, I can't do that, but I can do beaded hair extensions." And this this woman did not want him. She only wanted fusion. She knew so what he, she wanted. That's right. And so yeah. he lost out on the business because he didn't. He wasn't well versed in all the different methods. So I think sometimes it comes down to the stylist uh, understanding that. There are clients that already know exactly what they want, and they've, they've had experience with it, and so being able to offer those services. And then secondly, if, I, if, if somebody does come into the salon and doesn't know particularly what they want, but they have, um, we can find out about their lifestyle. Do they go to the gym frequently? Do they work out? Do they wear their hair down, or do they do updos? Oh, yeah,
1: because all of those would be factors on longevity, wouldn't it? Yeah,
6: that's right, and, and the kind of method that you use. If you want to be able to pull it an updo, it's a little bit different than if you want to wear it straight all the time. Yep. Yeah. So I think uh, from, a, from a stylist perspective, that's, uh, that's definitely what you want to consider is not only do you want to be able to cater to anybody coming to your salon that knows what they want, but you want to be able to have an educated um, conversation with your client and be able to offer them what's going to be best for their lifestyle.
1: So what is like typically if, if I went and got extensions, what would be the typical timeline that I need to come back and have them adjusted or, or are they reapplied or do they last longer and then you're kind of like adjusting and filling in?
6: Yeah, so they'll, most extensions, and, and I think it, it varies probably brand by brand what everybody's recommendations are, um, but we typically say within all of our brands that about six to eight weeks, um, depending on the growth cycle of the client's hair, they'll come in and get them readjusted. Um, if you're talking more about like clip-in extensions or halo extensions where um, somebody can do it in their home, that's kind of an everyday thing. So you're taking them out, you're putting them on, and depending on how frequently you're using them, you might want to wash them every week or every month, uh, depending on how much you're, you're using them.
1: How critical is the product application on an extension client? Like the types of products they're using, shampoos, conditioners, styling products?
6: Yeah, it's critical. You want, you want to use sulfate-free shampoos, um, products that are, are not harsh on the hair. You have to remember that this hair is human hair, but it's no longer connected to your scalp. So it doesn't receive those nutrients and everything and those oils that are coming from your hair.
1: And so c- certain types of styling products or silicas and stuff like that m- may kind of not give it the longevity yeah you're that's right for. They'll, they'll
6: dry out quicker um and they might last instead of lasting six months they might last four months um but if you take care of them and you re- use really good professional products uh, you can get really long use use time out of them 12 months 18 months even what
1: do you do with the like when you need to replace the hair extensions like they've had their their life cycle and you, what do you do with that extra hair
6: that is a good question. We ought to create a Facebook contest and see some creative ways people use it.
1: Yeah. Um, or, I yeah. know some
6: people have used it actually for like when, when they're going out and doing photos for like the Naha Awards or something. Oh, that's brilliant. They'll use brilliant. it as filler hair. Um, because they just need some hair to kind of give some volume for a one-time photo shoot or something. Yeah.
1: That's brilliant. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I wish there was some like really good purposeful way to be able to maybe utilize those extensions. Yeah. But all right, so I know that you're here on the on the show floor. Yep. Are all four brands all on the show All Four brands, yep. Excellent. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop by and visit you because I wanna see some stuff in action and I'll add a little bit more Facebook to it um, so that we can see some of this in action. But tell our consumer listeners how to find you Um, and your brand so that if they have they want to find a salon near them or somebody that's certified and trained
6: yeah that's great so I think if they went to beautyindustrygroup.com they would see a, a list of all of our brands, and then each one of those brands they can go to to find a stylist near them. Um, I would say if they're looking for more of a high-end um, in-salon product, uh, Hair Talk, uh, Hair Extensions is probably a really good way to go. Even Hot Heads uh, or Babe Hair Extensions would be a good way to go. All of those brands have salon locators on their websites. Oh, um, So you can quickly find them.
1: Perfect. Now, and then, so some of the education that you offer, hairstylists, you do it here at the shows.
6: We do. Uh-huh.
1: Um, but do you also then offer your own training programs throughout the area or the country?
6: Yeah, I think I think this year we have on the docket maybe about 200 different uh, wow. regional events between all of our brands. That's so a lot. So we really, tra- yeah, it's a ton. <laughs> um, I, sometimes I feel bad for the person in the office that's managing all the logistics. That um, is, yeah,
1: that's a lot of education.
6: But we uh, we really try to... Cater uh, education to people in regions that don't have access, like here in California, to the trade shows. So Mm -hmm. we're we're in a lot of regions that don't have trade shows, and we really try to do it frequently throughout the year, so that we can get new students coming out of out of cosmetology school and get them into the behind the chair using extensions right away.
1: And you know that's a really good point, Brandon, because you know sometimes when uh, students come out of their cosmetology program and they're going out into the real world the first time, you know to build a clientele is it, it takes time so having extensions as part of their repertoire part of their menu is a great way to be able to introduce people find new clients you know kind of have that specialty
6: yeah, and not only that, but going back to uh, previous in the conversation when we were talking about hair extensions are no longer only for really long, thick hair. Um, you might have a client that comes in with alopecia and doesn't know what to do to fill in their hair, and it's a great uh, it's a great product to be able to offer um, as a solution to that cus- that customer that comes in.
1: And the numbers are staggering now; like they're really getting some uh, some good quality uh, statistics in regards to hair loss, and there's a lot more people that are dealing with hair loss than we probably are aware of. And I think what's happening now is that this relationship with the professional stylist um, and the client is they're finally expressing their hair concerns and their hair loss issues. And now we have tons of solutions. Tons of solutions and, of course, extensions being one of the easiest and probably most economical um,
6: opportunity for them. Yeah, and what an opportunity for, for a, a consumer to come into the salon and ask about those kind of things and, and have some have some confidence that their stylist will know what to offer and be able to do a good job with.
1: Yeah, so Beauty Industry Group is made up of Donna Bella, Babe, Hot Heads, and Hair Talk. That's right. So all of those brands have a solution for you. So, all right, well, let's figure out how we can get more people with some long, luscious, or even just filled in, fuller, thicker Okay,
6: let's do it. Sounds good. Thanks for being with us, Brandon. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.